Hello, welcome back to Weird and Wacky. I'm your host, David, and this is Connor. Hello. Uh, today is going to be a very interesting subject, uh, one that David actually requested himself. The deep sea, particularly Atlantis. Oh, Atlantis now. <laughs> I thought you dragged me in here. We we're going to talk about cats. The musical cats. How could you lie to me? It was worth it for this occasion, as you can see. Uh, I see. No. Then what are we talking about with the deep Not many ocean? of them known to man, but there is believed that there's an island nation under the waves called Atlantis. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure uh, everybody and their their mother knows about it. What, what do you got to say about this? Like, you got anything like that you think is interesting about it? Like any theories or something? I have a theory that Atlantis is actually on Mars, but that's actually that's more of a joke than anything else. I see, I see. Well, what about like actual theories? And uh, through that regard, have you done like a bit of anything interesting about it, or have you dug up anything that you thought was pretty neat? Atlantis was believed to be an island about the size of Texas, a little bit west of the Mediterranean. Oh, really? No. Was it like the whole island was the city, or is just like one part of it was the city? It's been pretty unclear, seeing as how the myth was first jotted down thousands of years ago. But wasn't it, uh, I forget, wasn't it Plato or like a student of Plato that talked about that? Or I believe it was Plato, actually. Yeah, yeah. And it was probably made up for a uh, moral dilemma. A moral dilemma? That makes sense. That makes sense. Um... After all, it was destroyed for its own hubris. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, Kind of the whole thing about like Greek mythology philosophizing, that was a very uh, kind of interesting, like a very important thing to kind of talk about hubris and all that sort of stuff. You know, a bunch of legends follow that. It's a pretty normal kind of average thing. Um, What is your thoughts on like the... The deep sea holds many secrets, though. Completely on a sea. Yeah, no, that's pretty interesting. Uh, There's a lot of pretty neat stuff about the deep sea, I personally believe. One of them, of course, being like the the weird kind of theories. Um, There's one of them, I forget what it was, but it was like this fish that this guy called like the untouchable, right? And what it was, was like these guys were like diving down in this like proto submarine, right? And what ended up happening was uh, they see this weird, like, kind of eel-like creature moving outside of it through a small window. And then another one comes by and they have never seen it again or something like that. But, like, it's this very uh, weird theory because, like, the thing is, it's one of the most believable kind of cryptids out there, you could say. Because the uh, way it was described, the biology, actually seemed a bit feasible for something that lived, like, in the darker parts of the ocean, you know? With, like, the bioluminescence and sort of stuff like that. But, like, the contesting parts of the series, like, you know, uh, the the thing down there, like, these... If the deeper you went in this stuff, like, the oxygen or whatever it was, like, producing, like, was weird and almost uh, a big, like... I don't know, it made you almost hallucinate, you know? And they were already getting banged up by the, uh, the sub itself, which was, you know... And then so people were just, like, they were hallucinating it. They're insane. <laughs> you know what I mean? 
Mm-hmm. The ocean is so vast that who knows what you'll find there and if you'll find it again. Yeah, actually, another small thing about uh, the ocean is, do you know what a brine pool is? I do not. Enlighten me. They are one of the most eerie things imaginable for the ocean, right? So a brine pool is like this incredibly almost, uh, it's almost like the closest thing to like an alien like mass on Earth. And not an alien mass, but like this, basically brine pools are a bunch of this, you know, brine that's been put in the the bottom of the ocean in like these, these like divots basically. And if anything goes in there, they will just rapidly just die. They just die. And the whole thing about it is, like, you, they're known for, like, if you look down at it, you'll see, like, a bunch of dead fish, dead crabs just all piled up in there because they die almost immediately after entering it because the stuff that they're, like, inhaling is toxic. And, like, they'll just... It's crazy. <sighs> is there anything else you're willing to share? About brine pools? Yes. Um. Well, you know... They're pretty scary. <laughs> I I believe, if I'm not mistaken, little Very known SpongeBob fact. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Goo Lagoon was actually so partially inspired by an ancient pool. civilization that's under the waves and is real. Oh, there's a real one. Have you ever heard of Doggerland? No, I have not. It sounds like a like a like Norse or something, is it? Or... It's an area in uh, Europe near Britain that used to be above land, but since ice caps have melted, it has been sunk below the waves. When was it, like, sunk? About 8,000 years ago. Ooh. Like, what happened to it? Like, is the place still, like, there? The place is still there. It's just underwater. Right. And the remnants of it, you might have heard of this small island that's pretty uh, inconsequential to the rest of the world called Britain. Yeah, it is one of the few remnants of Doggerland, as it was the higher areas of it. Oh, really? Now, yes, that's pretty cool. Okay, like, like how how did it like? What was it like? Uh, did, do we know what it was like before the whole place sank or no? It, I don't know much about Doggerland, but they have found ancient weapons and tools, and also, and even footprints of a uh, in a. In a frozen marsh. Footprints in a frozen marsh. Frozen, uh, more like petrified, but still. Oh, like like it was underwater or something. Yes. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. There's a lot of really interesting things you can find under the sea. You know, like um, stuff like that is just pretty. It, it's not common, but when you discover it, it's like. My God, because like you can always look under the ocean and there's this uh, thing like submechanophobia, right? And it's people that are afraid of sunken ships, basically, in the ocean uh, or like big mechanical things in the ocean. And that makes sense because have you seen what it's like under there? <laughs> Not personally, but I have seen images. Yeah, no. Seen things, many things. Because, like, the, the main fear about the ocean is how it's not, like, the things in there that could kill you. It's how vast it is, you know? Because you can go on for miles and not find any, like, form of, in, 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 like, humanity. Because it's a place that is inherently hostile to us. 
we're not afraid of what's in there, of what we know is in there. We're afraid of what we don't know is in there. Of course, because you got things, because like each day you're discovering like a thousand new species, you know, uh, like a bunch of new fish, a bunch of new like squid and stuff like that. Um, in fact, speaking of new animals or not new animals, but just like weird animals that I hate and are in the ocean, uh, gulper eels. Now, you know how a snake unwinds its jaw, like, unhinges it and stuff, and, like, spreads it wide? I know about that. Yeah, now think about an eel doing that in the deep ocean, and its jaw is about the size of your head. <laughs> I have thought of that many times, and I'm terrified. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that's, that's the baseline of the deep ocean, I must say, because there's a lot of scary stuff in there. You've heard of the anglerfish, but have you seen the dragonfish? That thing looks like it belongs in a sci-fi horror movie. Um, and then you have, like, chimera fish, which look like they're Frankenstein's, like, uh, aquarium, really. And they're, like, the this, this like, weird thing that's, like, the cousin of sharks. And, uh, like, they sense, like, the electric static of, like, the sand to hunt things. That's pretty cool, Connor. Yeah. It's pretty weird. <laughs> what do you know about the ocean? Like, do you know any, like, interesting species, things of that nature? They hunt a certain... I know about the giant squid. The sperm whale, right? Yes, the sperm right. whale. Yeah, um, if I'm not mistaken, like, you can find, like, on sperm whales, they have, like, scarring from, like, actually hunting a giant squid, right? Correct. Yeah. And not many have washed up, but only, like, one or two of them. Yeah, no, we haven't done much, like, we haven't found much on them. There's a lot of just weird things that we barely seen in the ocean. Like, there was that one about the oil rig, and you saw this one octopus, and it was, like, the, one of the longest octopuses out there, because it could, like, reach over 250 feet or something like that. That's insane. Yeah, and we've seen it only once. And it was only by accident that we saw it. Tragedy sparks discovery. <laughs> no, it wasn't even an, like it wasn't even like that kind of accident. It was like we were recording something at this oil rig and we found it. Oh, okay. Yeah, it, it, we just stumbled upon it by complete accident, yeah, no, uh, and we found one of the horrors of the okay. abominable so, deep. Do you know like uh, anything about like ocean-based cryptids or anything? Like like yeah, you know, just weird uh, like conspiracy theories about the ocean. There is this place you might not have heard of called the Bermuda Triangle, which sinks the average amount of ships but gets more attention. Yeah. But why, why, but like, what, what's the whole thing about the Bermuda Triangle? Why did it even get popular? Was it because, like, the Amelia Earhart thing, or...? Uh, I just thought of bringing it up, but probably because of the Amelia Earhart thing and the strange sighting scene there. Sightings? Like what? Glowing orbs, UFOs, a man time traveled once. Ah, uh, yeah, that that sounds pretty strange. <laughs> of course, the only way to prove this kind of thing is with their own eyes. Yeah. Um. Hmm. There is one conspiracy theory that I think is incredibly stupid. Tell us. But I love it so much. Tell and I'm us. pretty sure it's called the ocean at night conspiracy theory, right? And it sounds like the plot to a horror movie. 
The government is like, uh, so like the whole thing starts, right? The Ocean at Night theory it starts with like, the government have been uh, doing tests within the ocean for like several years, finding like discovering creepy monsters from the depths beyond time in the ocean. And they've just been like studying it or whatever. They found like some weird stuff, you know? And the whole like thing is like, they only come out at night. So they're like trying to figure out what these things are, okay? And what ends up happening is, at, at one point, uh, something wakens up. A big, like, Cthulhu Mythos-style monster comes in, and the U.S. government nukes it. <laughs> it just straight up launches a nuclear warhead. They just Nobody blow notices. it up. <laughs> Nobody notices this, by the way. Nobody notices this. There's we a cover-up. We don't have technology in basically every country at this point that could detect nuclear detonations. It was a cover-up. <laughs> I think it, like, it was supposed to take place in like the 1950s or even like 70s at most. Yeah, I'm pretty but sure. No, that's just even like the weird stuff more of that about stuff the ocean. Um, like, yeah. there's so many just weird theories out there, like uh, about the government doing cover ups, the, the, the nuclear testing, things of that nature. Um, but there is one theory that I genuinely think is the funniest. And stupidest thing ever. Inform us, Connor. So you know what a coconut crab is? I do not. <laughs> a coconut crab is a form of crab. Specifically, it is like a close relative of the hermit crab. Except it's the Kobe beef of hermit crabs. Where it's like over twice the size. This thing's like bigger, like as big as a bird, right? Like a seagull. And... Um, they are, they can climb trees. They can open up coconuts with their shell or like with their like you know sn snippers, and uh, they eat they 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 eat coconuts, and they eat one other thing as well, meat. So there's an actual video out there of a coconut crab that uh broke the wing of a bird and just ate it. With a bunch of other coconut crabs. These things are vicious, right? Really and they're terrifying. crabs. But the thing is, people believe that the coconuts crabs coconut ate Amelia crabs. Earhart's body. They are weird, <laughs> and I love them because they come like, in like multiple colors. Genuine, you can like, find standing, find some in like red, blue. They're like the they're like the gamer they're like the gamer PC setup of crabs. Uh, and like, like the black and red, black and blue, and, and, and like they'll just climb trees, eat coconut, and give birth in water. By the way, these things can drown. They're not big enough to like swim normally, and they're like hermit crabs, so they can't breathe underwater. So what ends up happening is they have to lay their eggs in the water, right? So what they'll do is they'll go to like the reefs, like where all the waves are splashing, right? And it's horrible. There's a bunch of, it, it, it's like a tidal wave for a crab, right? So they'll go over there, and they'll just go like, ah, this seems like a good place to deposit, and then they just poop out all the eggs out of the water and let the babies grow up. Remember me at a triangle. Doggerland. Atlantis. And, of course, gulper eels being the most horrifying thing imaginable. And with that being said, I think this would be a good time to end the episode. That's right, we're ending it. I'm